Welcome back to Entertainment Talk today. I'm here to continue doing my streaming service reviews. This one's going to be for the BBC iPlayer, of course, BBC One, Two, Three, uh, and then and the other ones. CBBC, I think, is, is on there as well. Um, yeah, I had a look at it last night, I had a little browse through. Of course, I have used BBC iPlayer before uh, for different things. I've used it recently for the likes of Doctor Who. Uh, I used it also for things like his Dark Materials as well, the HBO series. Um, yeah, the iPlayer is good. It's got some good stuff on there. Um, of course, we'll start off with content and then we'll jump later into the app uh, itself. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got some it's got some good stuff on there. I I would I will say one theme that I kind of noticed. That there's two things that stick out to me about the their content. There's a lot of reliance, and this is kind of a good thing and kind of not in a way. I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. There's a little bit of reliance on like, hey, we've got the box sets of Gavin and Stacey and Lucifer. And um, I'm trying to think of some of the other box sets that are on there. Um, th there's a bunch of like classic uh, BBC shows that are on there. And they're kind of, they're not actually that heavily advertised. I had to sort of look... In a few different menus, of course, that's part of doing this is to look in different menus and see what's on these different apps and stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of just noticed once I got to the archives and once you scroll down a couple of menus as well from the home section, there is a lot of advertisement on like, hey, we've got five seasons of this, nine seasons of that, and two seasons of this and that. And there's things like, you know, Fleabag and, and a bunch of other shows. Um, one big show that I've noticed that they're missing, and I've noticed I've known this for a while because I've never actually seen it on the iPlayer. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm going to do something a little bit different here. I'm going to pause for ten seconds, and I'm going to give you a chance to guess which show this is. It's a British show. It's a very, very popular, very, very well loved show. Um, it's a comedy. Um, I'll get. I'm going to pause for ten seconds. I know this is a weird thing to do on a podcast. I'm going to pause for ten seconds in a minute. And give you 10 seconds to guess what that show is. This show isn't on the iPlayer. It's very popular. Really, really well loved. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So I've seen some, if not all of it. That will give a bit of a hint. Um, and it's not on the iPlayer. So I'm going to pause for 10 seconds now. I'm looking at the timer, obviously. So I'll, I'll I'll know when to stop. I'll give you 10 seconds to guess which, which show this is. So starting now. Alright, so the show that's missing on there, that uh, it has been shown on things like UK TV Gold and, well, the Gold Channel and all that sort of stuff. Fools and Horses, only Fools and Horses isn't on there. Uh, of course, you know, Del Boy Rodney, very, very classic, very, very much loved uh, British comedy TV show. In fact, when, I think when it comes to just comedy TV shows, period, Fools and Horses is probably the best you can get. Obviously, there's other, there's other comedy shows that I do love a lot and things like that. Uh, it, it, even, I mean, there's an argument to be made about certain US TV comedies, but 
in terms of British comedy, nothing comes really close to what that show achieved, and uh, it's not on there, which is a shame. And I look through some menus, I search for Falls and Horses, and only Falls and Horses. Uh, I shouldn't have to search for both, but yeah, didn't come up, which is weird, uh, which is a little bit annoying. It's currently on, um, or last time I checked at least, when I did my Now TV review, review a few weeks ago, uh, it was available on there as like a gold, uh, UK TV Play gold uh, box set. Of course, it is shown on gold, and it's repeated a lot on there but in order to get the show from start to finish you're not necessarily going to always see it in order shown on gold so that's that's a big show that bbc are missing but um i will say as well one th- what two things yeah two things that stand out to me first of all yeah that the the big emphasis on archives now that's a really good thing i want to say that as well i know i know i've kind of just brought it up and haven't really said how i felt about that but i i do think that's a really really good thing if you remember from a few weeks ago my all four review uh that was one thing I really gave them a lot of praise for. Because I think that's important. I think it's important. The shows that you own. The classic shows that you own. And that. You need to have them on your streaming services. And this is where. I mean I'm not going to review BritBox. Because I don't care about it. And I don't want it. And I don't think it should be a thing. That's why. That's why when. I'll, I'll quickly talk about this just for a minute. When you bring up the thing of. Um, the BritBox. Which is meant to be mainly for Americans. But I'll talk about that in a second. When you've got the BritBox and you're considering, okay, ITV, Channel 4, BBC and all those, Ch- Channel 5 and all those those programs, the streaming services I've already been been through, so all four, iPlayer, ITV Hub, My5, all of those shows should be on those streaming services and not a lot of them are. You know, only Falls and Horses isn't on there. But, uh, yeah, the two things I noticed, like I said, the archives, which I think is really good. It really shows that uh, they care about, well, most of the shows that they got. Uh, again, things like Fleabag... Uh, Gavin and Stacey, um, I think I saw Lucifer on there, B- a bunch of shows that, 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 that they've got on there, um, Line of Duty, called The Midwife, um, some really big kind of award winning uh, BBC shows which I think is important and a great thing to have. Another thing I noticed on there is a bunch of shows, now I haven't seen every TV show that's out there, no one has, um, there's a lot of like random, just random shows that are on there, that are just kind of put on there um, and... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because that could be where you find a lot of hidden gems because a lot of, you know, the idea of hidden gems is not a lot of people know about them and they survive off of word of mouth and they're not very popular. So it could be a situation where BBC has got this archive of shows which is great, really, really good and then they've got this little archive of just random shows that, well, at least I haven't heard of. Some people some people might say, oh yeah, I've heard of that show or that show or that show. Um, but... Uh, yeah, just noticed a lot of stuff on there that I like not heard before, but there was quite a bit of it on there, and um, there was a good uh, mixture as well of um, seemingly you know American shows, uh, British shows, some other stuff like that. So um, yeah, because speaking about like you know categories and things like that, they've got things at least pretty well balanced for the most part. They've got you know some some original, lots of original British. Uh, comedies and dramas of course they are a british you know network so they're supposed to have that um but yeah like i said a lot, lot of comedies a lot of dramas um they've got obviously documentaries they've got their bbc news stuff which is obviously talking about the, the events of the world at the moment um because bbc news is one of the big things obviously eastenders is huge for them i was surprised at how long i mean i could have searched for eastenders i know obviously eastenders is a big bbc show i'm surprised how long it took me to actually find EastEnders, maybe it's that kind of thing where, because EastEnders pulls in what six, seven, eight million roughly. Last last time I heard, I don't like track the numbers of a show that I don't watch. Um, but last time I heard it was doing pretty well. So maybe, maybe it's this thing where like, okay, let's 
hide that slightly because people if if you're going on the BBC if you're going on the iPlayer to watch EastEnders then you're already doing that anyway and there's already apparently six seven eight million people doing that so maybe maybe it could be a situation I could have this wrong maybe it could be a situation where okay EastEnders has been running I think it just had its was it 35th anniversary if you're watching EastEnders at this point then you're going on there to watch it I don't think it's going to be one of them shows where like new people are searching for it necessarily because it's got you know a long-standing audience and that sort of thing but what I was going to say was it's a maybe it's a case where like okay maybe some of the more hidden gems like the things I just mentioned maybe put them out front a little bit more um and uh and kind of go from there you know and, and kind of use like if you're going on there to search for EastEnders and you come across maybe one of the hidden gems, this is just my guess. I've not, I, you know, I don't work for BBC, so I don't know what their strategy is at the moment. And admittedly, the BBC isn't a network that I follow too much. I, I watch certain things on there, bits and pieces, but uh, it's not a um, a platform I use massively. But maybe that is the idea of like, okay, if you're going on there and you're looking for EastEnders, like today's episode or whatever. Uh, or that day's episode, and you're coming across these, like, you know, one, maybe once you finish that day's episode and it comes up with, hey, maybe you're interested in this, maybe it's kind of that idea, and that's a, not a bad idea, actually, um, to, to sort of do that. I know it kind of sounds a bit strange, because, you know, when, when the new season of, like, Stranger Things comes out, it's front and centre on Netflix. When the new season of uh, The Boys comes out on Amazon, a big show, uh, that's front and centre on Amazon, and and that sort of thing, and and when like you know big shows like Rick and Morty return on all four, that's pretty much front and center along with Community because of the connection there, the, the creators and all that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously they they they're going for what they think is going to work, and I think that that's uh, interesting as well. Um, there is a little bit, and I know I've made this a bit of a theme, and I do think it's an important thing because American TV is huge. There, apart from. Because they've got this deal with FX at the moment, which is basically all new... I think it's all new... Not necessarily... I don't, I don't think it's seasons of TV show, but all new seasons of shows um, that are on FX. Uh, so things like uh, Mayans is a good example. They've got the two... Uh, one season? Two seasons? I think it's got one season. Uh, I dropped out of the show. Um, they've got things like that. Now, that's that's really, really good. That kind of remind That made me think of, like, you know, when I, when I said about all four and then they did to do more deals and stuff and they've got this Adult Swim thing... That's, you can make a lot of parallels with that and BBC doing this deal with FX. I think that that's great. And uh, FX is a pretty popular um, network for them to kind of have. Um, I I know it's not with... No, it, it's not new seasons because things like American Horror Story and certain other shows. Like American Horror Story is still on Fox and that sort of thing. Uh, so maybe it's just for new, new shows, I think. Because at the time, I think Mayans didn't have like a UK home and that got picked up. So that's really, really great. And I mean, like, you know, they've got the Disney connection there in a way. Not saying that they're going to have Disney content on there. Because obviously Disney Plus is, well, it's coming out later today, isn't it? So um, that should be interesting as well. But uh, yeah, I think it's great for them to have that. But they need to, again, like I said, with that and what All4 is doing, you need to do more of them deals. Because although you can come out with your big uh you know gems like a flea bag or line of duty and call the midwife and all these big shows admittedly you know a lot of these a lot of these shows i've just mentioned things like that um are doing very very well for the network and i mean you know call the midwife's won awards and uh is on it's like ninth season so clearly that's doing well line of duty is has been very critically acclaimed flea bag i don't even need to mention how successful that show has been um 
So yeah, they've they've they've, they've done really well with their originals because all obviously original BBC shows. But I just think for the and I know I've made this a bit of a theme, and it's I'm trying to balance this between what I think the network should have and what I would like it to have when I go through these different services. Um, but they could do with striking up maybe one or two big deals. But you know, the moment they've got um, I mean they've got other stuff as well, like Match of the Day. I haven't even mentioned and sports stuff, and they've got uh, I haven't watched any of them, but they got like a some sports podcasts and stuff. I think Peter Crouch is doing things for them. Uh, there was this podcast on there yesterday about like top 10 England captains. I didn't actually watch that either, but they're doing well on the sports side of things. But obviously, you know, they got the big, that's where they've still got big competition as well because obviously BT Sports, Sky Sports are just eating things up. And now as we saw, I think it was last year, wasn't it? At the end of last year, Amazon stepping into the, into the ring for that. So, um, that's, that's one of the annoying things about British football. It is, you know, you've got Amazon is stepping in, you've got certain games on ITV, certain games on BBC, BT Sports, Sky Sports. There's too many different platforms for just the one sport. So, uh, but yeah, they, they do it. They still got the match of the day stuff. Cause even though if though, I think, yeah, even though if those games are on Sky Sports, they've still got the analysis. I mean, I haven't watched match of the day in, five years because i just watch you know the main night matches that that uh, matter and all that sort of thing and uh pretty much go from there so i haven't watched there because I, I i used to watch match of the day one weird thing about match of the day i've always kind of thought about is because even on your um late saturday kickoff which is five thirty, that game is finished around about half seven or just before that match of the day doesn't start until about 10 15 half past 10 and i get it it's a saturday not many people like you know work on not as many people work on sundays and it's a weekend and that and it doesn't matter quite how late you stay up and you know, depending on you know what what you have to do next day some people like, go to church on sundays and things like that but uh yeah i've always been surprised that like okay the last game finishes half seven or quarter past seven and match of the day is on at like quarter past ten or half past ten it's very weird but uh anyway yeah they're doing some some interesting stuff for the sports but i do think they're being kind of again that's even stuff based in their own country like the premier league the fa cup carabao cup all that sort of thing they've still got competition there bt sky who have you know bt have got loads of money so um but they're you know they still got their good old match of the day and some of those uh, sports podcasts so overall um i think they're doing a good job they could obviously be doing better everybody could be doing better i suppose because the more shows and stuff you buy up and the more original shows you create the better as long as you don't you know overcrowd your own network and uh, start making bad stuff but um you know they got their archives thing going for them they got these little hidden gems that are going for them they got the fx deal which i think is great so it might sound like a bit negative for the last well 14 minutes or so but um i, th- I think they're doing okay i suppose that they're doing pretty good i definitely think that they're doing i mean i know i've like you know um not been very nice to five a lot of the time but i certainly think they're doing a lot better than those sorts of guys so uh i think they're right on sort of that edge of doing as well as all four they're doing different things to, to stuff like all four but uh yeah they're still doing some fairly good stuff so uh, content wise i think i think they're they're good at the moment and uh we'll see what other deals they kind of strike up and stuff it's going to be very interesting with the fx shows as well because um you maybe you've even got the possibility that like because obviously marvel's doing all these mcu shows and they're going to be on disney plus and stuff and obviously i'll talk about disney plus next week once it's it's come out and i've had some time with it um i kind of i mean there's a possibility let's say that marvel decides to make a this is just a random example let's say let's say daredevil comes back right and it's on fx you might get that show on bbc because of that deal and then let's say they bring the whole defenders thing back and put that on fx 
that might mean that that's on BBC as well. So that would be a big, big win for them. So they've got they've got this like sort of sly Disney backing in a way as to where if Disney decides to make because obviously Disney owns FX because of the whole Fox thing. Um, whatever shows they decide to make, they've got this deal in place now, and I think that's that's really really great. So uh, we'll see where that kind of takes them as well. So anyway, uh, it's time to move on to the app where we've got some things to talk about as well. So see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Oh, just before we move on, of course, one thing I've somehow missed out is the price. Of course, there is the TV license thing. There's a lot of bad stuff to be said about the TV model. I'm really, really surprised after all this time that they haven't moved to a subscription service. Probably because they've not felt the need to, clearly. Um, Because monthly, I think, um, the iPlayer is around £13 a month or so. Um, And then yearly, it's like 100 and uh, it, it it goes up slightly every year in April, so we're just around the corner from that potentially happening again. But uh, yeah, um, quite expensive, but it does get you access to well, the iPlayer gets you access to like the BBC Radio stuff and and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, when you look at, I mean, that's the most other than like full price Sky TV or Virgin or or um, BT TV. That's easily the most expensive subscription service uh, in the UK that the TV... I mean, it's not even a subscription service, it's a TV license, which I, I've always found weird that they've not changed that yet. So, uh, hopefully they, they will do. Um, but uh, they, they've obviously got this thing at the moment, like, over 70s get it free for a certain amount of time. They're debating, like, changing that, which I think is terrible. Like, come on, don't don't make the, uh, the people that, you know, um, are elderly pay for this kind of thing. Um... Because BBC is something that appeals to well that that demographic as well because they've got some uh, some stuff that maybe appeals to that audience. But um, yeah, you've got like you know uh, between like six and eight pounds for the likes of Netflix, Now TV, Amazon, which is the ones I've already talked about, and then you've got way out in kind of like thirteen pounds a month uh, with the iPlayer, which slowly goes up every year. And I know I know all, all these subscription services do go up slowly every year, but. Well, they're already winning winning the race for being the most expensive. So, um, I mean, clearly they don't really care about it that much. Because instead of saying, like, hey, we're going to change the, the uh, TV license thing. 
we're not only not going to change that, but we're going to consider charging over 70s. So they they could have some big problems on their hands there with uh, losing certain audience members and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, they're probably losing a lot of points from me for, for just just that whole situation, really, on the, on the TV license. I don't think it's a very good idea, and I don't think it's something that fits modern day at all, really. So, because there's no other model I can think of that even does that. Because you've got things like uh, Xbox Live Gold, PS Plus, places like that. They're all subscription services. So, uh, yeah, they should probably do something about that. But it doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. So, uh, anyway, let's move on to the app. Because, um, yeah, I forgot to talk about the price. So, um, I'm just putting that in here. Um, the app is good. Um, it's, it's interesting because when you don't really... You click on the shows... But when you're browsing the menus, let's say you're going from home to channels or... Because ca- there's channels, there's your account thing, then there's home. I can't remember which way around, but channels and categories and settings. No, search then settings. That's like the f- the five or six that are at the top. There's a couple of other like account buttons like sign out because you'd want to sign out for some reason. Um, but uh, yeah, when you if you go at the top, you click on the... Well, you don't even click. You sort of like scroll across to channels and it like clicks on it automatically and i kind of found it easier in a way uh i mean it's one extra button you know i'm not trying to sound too lazy or whatever but uh yeah it's it's interesting the way they've done that because no other apps really do that in the same way um i mean it's different with something like um netflix and amazon maybe because once you scroll down to certain categories they they don't really have the same layout in that way because things like netflix go up or up or down or left or right don't they they don't really have that in the same way so um but i think that that's uh fairly good for ease of access uh the search function there's one thing i really like about the search function with with um the bbc it it actually remembers things that you've searched for before <laughs> and uh not only has the show name there but sometimes it has um what's it like you just click on the actual show that's there like it like um what was it? I searched for his dark materials because I went to uh, check that out and watch it. And I hovered over to the search thing. Again, didn't have to actually click on search. It just sort of loaded it once I'd highlighted it kind of thing. Um, his, his dark materials was just there. I scrolled down and just clicked on it and it was there. Um, and with things like uh, Netflix and Amazon, they don't really do that. Like Netflix has, like, let's say I, st- I st- start searching for... Uh, Stranger Things, and I type in S-T-R-A or whatever, um, it will probably come up then, or it will come up, like, at the side, but I do quite like the way it remembers things that you search for, I think that's quite good, all four does that as well, which I think is, is great, but, um, yeah, it's, I think that's, that's quite good for you, it's, it, I mean, his, if you want to, I mean, you don't have to search for the whole of his dark materials, and that's quite a long title, but, um, it's just a little useful thing. I think that's quite good as well. Um, one feature that they do have that My5 was missing, which the others seemingly all do have, is is the, um, of course, if there's the next episode available for something, um, it will load it after. I think it's like a minute or 40 seconds. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen different timers come up for uh, different shows, but um, it does that. It has the, uh, it's basically called the binge model, isn't it, where you don't press the button and it loads the next uh episode that's pretty good obviously you can manually click on it if you can't wait 50 seconds for your cliffhanger to be resolved but um yeah that's good as well you know it's a simple feature that all these services should have and uh, again my5 is the only one that doesn't have it for some reason it's very very weird it's very weird as i go through all these services 
and that one service is the one that doesn't have it. So, um, yeah, it's good that that's on there as well. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, you've got a, um, I mean, in a way, because I didn't find a watch list and I didn't actually attempt to add anything to watch lists. So that is going to be one I'm missing, unfortunately. But there is a continue watching thing. And it has, you know, do you have a license? Are you over 16? If the show's rated over 16 or whatever. Uh, which is some normal stuff. In a way, though, for the watch list, the search function kind of does that for you. Because the way it's laid out. Like, if I search for Doctor Who or Fleabag or Line of Duty, they're all there when I click on search. I don't know how many it holds. Like, if I search for 30 different shows or something, are they all going to be on search function? I don't know. It might just be, like, the most recent stuff but I think that's pretty helpful um plus I I don't know I mean people add things to their watch list and then they they you know watch them later and then use the let's be honest on these different services once we've started watching something and we're intending to just keep that show going you don't go to your watch list you go to a continue watching uh, list to well continue watching that show so yeah it's it's interesting the way it's kind of laid out I think so um yeah, overall I think the app is fairly good. I didn't notice too many too many buggy sort of issues. One thing I noticed as well, um, it sort of seems a little bit like the last time I used the iPlayer, it had a little update. Because um, I clicked on his Dark Materials, resumed the episode that I dropped out of, which was, well, the pilot episode. Um, so I clicked on that, and then pressed back. It used to have this thing where it would say at the bottom, resume what you're playing, but you'd like scroll to the bottom sort of thing again most people if they're, cl- if they're pressing back and like want to view something else or whatever you're probably going to go to your continue watching list so i think that that's fu- that's seemingly been removed i guess because i clicked on my his dark materials yesterday to try it out and uh not the show to just try out the function and uh the the resume thing at the button it just wasn't there like it used to be so maybe they've had like an update or something but um yeah that wasn't there and again if i wanted to just go back to the show i, I would either go back to the search thing click on the show or I'd go to the continue watching stuff. So um overall, yeah, I think the iPlayer's done some done some pretty good stuff. I'm gonna give it an eight point five, I think. I could think you could do with just a few more T V shows, uh you know, US T V shows because I mean for British shows they do have you fairly covered, to be honest. I can't really take away any points from that. But uh yeah, again we'll see how this FX deal does in I think it they have it they've had it for for a year or so roughly um but uh yeah we'll see how that continues to do for them given you know what disney decides to do with fx and that sort of thing uh but yeah british shows they got you kind of covered other than falls and horses which is very weird um obviously that's on gold and you know dvds and now tv apparently is uh it's home at the moment so um if you want to watch that great very very great uh british classic comedy it seems like now tv is sort of the home for that at the moment um because they, they've got it on gold haven't they so uh that's basically part of that now but um yeah british tv shows they got you covered american tv shows they kind of have you know i mentioned things like you know mayans his dark materials the fx deal there's probably some other stuff on there as well but uh nothing that i saw um in in the search function n- n- nothing or w- while i was browsing nothing else particularly uh, unless i missed a couple of shows but overall yeah pretty good 8.5 i think they're doing some some good stuff and we'll see what the future holds for the bbc iPlayer. of course next week um disney plus never used it before i've seen what it looks like i've seen youtube videos on like the menus and stuff but i've not used it myself so um we will see what that is like um 
But uh, yeah, do you use uh, BBC much? Do you not, you know, bother with it because the TV license and the awkwardness around that and everything? Um, you know, what do you think of the American shows they've got? What do you think of the archives they've got? Um, have you discovered any hidden gems on the iPlayer? Because it seems like that's a bit of a thing that they're doing, like I said, as well. So, um, yeah, let me know about all that stuff. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, but, yeah, th- next week, Disney+. Plus. Uh, I forgot about Shudder, actually. Shudder is the horror-centric, uh, or it's, it's, it's like Netflix, but just for horror. So I'm going to add that to the list. There's a seven-day free trial. I'm probably going to use that. So uh, I play this week, obviously. BBC, uh, BBC Disney Plus next week. Stars play the week after that because the March 31st thing. Uh, and then there's Apple TV Plus, and then there's Shudder. I think that I, I really do want to. You know, I don't want to leave any of them out. And then a couple of weeks go by, and I've I've missed one. Um, so yeah, that's going to be the order roughly that I do those things. Um, so yeah, BBC this week. Disney Plus next week, Stars Play, then e- then either Apple TV or Shudder. Because uh, I haven't used Apple TV since like Morning Show finished, which was like three months ago. So I need a bit of a uh, refresher on that. Um, might check out that uh, C with Jason Momoa because I I want to go to these different services and have a show to watch to test this thing out. Because like I've said with um, Stars Play, I've got uh, Castle Rock and. Doom Patrol to try out. Obviously, Disney Plus got a bunch of stuff on there. So, um, yeah, that's going to be the order of things the next couple of weeks. I'll try to keep doing these on Mondays or Tuesdays. I know I kind of shifted it back a, a day, but at least it's a day earlier and not a day later. But uh, anyway, thank you all very much for listening. EntertainmentTalk.org is where you can find everything. Um, if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, uh, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Amazon affiliate link. If you want to shop on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend. Uh, but it won't cost you extra iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes. Um, yeah, word of mouth. Please tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Social media. Uh, please, of course, share them on Facebook and Twitter and put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.